0: minute of the third from the 30 lamar jackson got out of it would be sack keeps it alive and flings it in the air it is brought in by likely at the five
1: welcome back to you better you bet brought to you by bet mgm with nick costos and ken barkley on the bet ql network
2: i mean uh God, i mean i know lamar doesn't have an agent like famously the way like Jake uses it, but also famously doesn't have an agent. Negotiated his contract himself. Maybe we should hire Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would like. For- like he's
1: awesome. Also, he like spun away from a like. A, sorry, like Mahomes does that all the time. <laughs> like lots, other quarterbacks do that a lot. Like Justin Fields does that in games. Like I'm just like it's great. It's a great play. You would you would have thought he threw the ball like 150 yards or something, something that we've like literally never seen before and cured based on disease. how that, that play was treated. Yeah. And right? also like, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: and, and, and cure disease also like, here's my hot take on that play. I think Isaiah likely what he did was more impressive than what Lamar did.
1: Just, just, I agree. just a Looked like a pick okay. when he threw it. My first yes. thought when he threw it is it was a pick.
2: Yeah. Isaiah Likely's like 90% Mark Andrews, and Mark Andrews is really good. They, yeah. they, love, they love a combination they've got. Uh, Eric Eager. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports will join us in just a second. We'll talk the Ravens and the Niners, an NFL Most Valuable Player, and the entire slate coming up in Week 16 with Eric Eager. Uh, but Ken and I, in 20 minutes, we'll get to all the line movement for Week 16 in the NFL and all the injury news. There's a lot to get to. We will get to all of it. Matt Moore will join us next hour on the show. Bets for the NBA tonight and overall, and we'll give you our bets for tonight as well in the Power Hour final hour of the program. But joining us right now, the aforementioned Eric Eager from Sumer Sports. He is on Twitter, at EricEager underscore, one of my favorite follows on Twitter when it comes to the National Football League, and he is the co-host of the Sumer Sports Football Show, along with former Falcons general manager Thomas Dimitrov, who, of course, represented by the great... Tim Scanlon. Double E, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Week 16 in the NFL to you and yours. Merry early Christmas and happy holidays to you and the family.
0: Hey, you guys as well. Uh, It was a fun week of football despite all the uh, hand-wringing about backup quarterbacks and and all that stuff. We actually got a uh, fun, uh, entertaining week of play.
1: And Eric, I I know we've talked about MVP a lot with you as a concerns kind of like advanced metrics. I think you've you've come on and honestly, you've given us some great answers. We've kind of found some common ground, honestly, in terms of just uh, handicapping and assessing these markets or just how awards should be given out. I'm curious. It'll be a different conversation this week because as I'm sure you know, Brock Purdy is a really heavy favorite in the market number one in like everything with quarterbacking that matters. And the Niners are the best team. Um, so he is like minus 200, minus 225. And then kind of like a, a tier of candidates behind him, Lamar, Christian McCaffrey, who's gotten bet very aggressively the last couple of days with kind of all of his teammates, George Kittle uh, and Brock Purdy himself after the game going on, be like, he should be the MVP. Dak and Josh Allen, who we've talked a lot about on the show like, how would you kind of assess things? I'm guessing Ravens Niners might decide kind of for you who you think should win. Just kind of give us your like state of the MVP right now here uh, as we head into Christmas weekend.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be really hard to, you know, to keep Brock Purdy out of the MVP uh, discussion at this point. I mean, he, his season is kind of reminding me of Matt Ryan a little bit back when, you know, Thomas was the GM and Dan Quinn and, Kyle Shanahan were his coaches in in Atlanta. I know that we have, you know, a little bit more in the way of, you know, data to go off of with Ryan in 16 um, than we do with Purdy now. But, you know, you could also go back, and I know my former colleague at PFS, Steve Palazzolo, was saying, you know, what about Kurt Warner and, you know, his ascension? We never sort of, like, questioned them, uh, you know, when it happened. I think the hard part with Purdy relative to Kurt Warner was, Warner joined a Rams team that had never been good without him. You know, they were 150 to one to win the Super Bowl of the year they did in 1999. So there's a lot of headwinds for Purdy. But, I mean, you know, when you look at him from, a, you know, expected points added, from touchdowns to interceptions, from passer rating, I mean, he's really kind of been unmatched in this, you know, common era. And so I think he has to be the guy to win the award right now. Uh, it, you know, we could see a little bit of fireworks with, with Tua and Dak and, and stuff, you know, in Miami this week. We also could see uh, Josh Allen against the depleted Chargers team kind of run up the score a little bit and possibly, you know, get in the mix. I don't see a non-quarterback winning it, even though I do think McCaffrey's been awesome this year. Uh, but I think right now it's Purdy, and, and I, I sort of agree with the markets making him a heavy
2: favorite. I, I, I will never forget watching that preseason game prior to the 99 season rams and chargers watching trent green get hurt and you knew immediately like it was something serious and then dick Vermeil crying post game announcing the kurt warner no one knew who kurt warner was at the time like think about it, like, 1999 like now we would know who he is right because we'd be playing dfs and talking about all this stuff right no one knew who he was that was and then they, they won the super bowl i i agree with eric it's not 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 the same thing. Uh, What about the game on Monday night, Eric? Niners four and a half against Baltimore, total of 47.
0: Yeah, I'm a big, you know, I think this is going to be, I think this is going to be a wonderful game. I can't wait uh, to, um, you know, I can't wait to watch it. I think, you know, I don't have a play on it. I kind of make the number similar to what it is. If anything, uh, I would like to dog in this game. Uh, It just kind of reminds me of a few years ago, right, when the Ravens, and the Niners played in 2019, the last time they were both the one seed in their respective conferences. And that game was a three-point game in the rain in Baltimore. I see kind of a similar, you know, idea as far as the closeness of the game in this one. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's going to have a lot of people watching, right, like the Detroit Lions and, you know, Philadelphia Eagles and, you know, Dallas Cowboys are going to want the Ravens to win. And, obviously, you know, Kansas City Chiefs, Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills, teams like that are going to want to see – uh, the the Niners win, so uh, it'll it'll be an awesome game, I think.
1: Erica, a bunch of other games on Sunday we can talk about. You mentioned the Lions. There's like one of the teams that we will be watching the Christmas night. game. We'll be watching the Christmas night game because it's awesome, and the playoff positioning will obviously matter a lot. Who wins that game? Lions kind of, they have a game to worry about on Sunday, too, before we see that Christmas night game. Three-point favorite, but the threes are kind of heavily juiced toward Detroit on the road against Nick Mullins in Minnesota. Um, I know you were like the Lions bandwagon driver last year. We've asked you about him a lot this year. Kind of, what do you make of that performance Saturday night against Denver and kind of carry it into this game? Could you see a, a similar kind of a game uh, on Sunday against Minnesota.
0: Yeah, I think one of the things that, like, maybe I'm a little different than a lot of the analytics community on is I do believe that teams can peak at the right or wrong times. And, like, last year, for example, I was very much on this idea that I thought the Bengals peaked a little bit too early, and, um, you know, we saw that in Arrowhead they kind of ran out of gas. I thought the 2021 Chiefs maybe peaked a little too early. I think that there's a, a, a point to be made that I think the Lions maybe troughed in a good spot, like they kind of bottomed out in a good spot. Now, you know, they, they had a really, um, you know, a really favorable advantage, you know, with respect to, uh, you know, time off and also the fact that the Denver Broncos are playing their third straight road game. All of those things are factored into the number, but it seemed to snowball on them. But I do think there's a chance that, you know, they get Chauncey Gardner-Johnson back. They get Aline McNeil at some point back, um, James Houston as well. Like, I think that there's a chance that this Detroit Lions team could hit their stride again at the right time. And and we might be thinking about kind of that midseason swoon as, you know, something to, you know, something that was more of a forgettable thing for them, uh, you know, than than something of a harbinger of things to come, as many people sort of thought it was. I mean, they have really an inside track uh, at the 2 seed in this conference. Uh, if not the one seed, if the Niners were to falter a couple times, especially starting Monday uh, against the, the Ravens. So, uh, I'm, I, you know, I, I would lay the three here. I actually make it much more than three, which makes me question myself a little bit. Um, but it's, you know, the Vikings are a difficult handicap. Their defense fell apart against the Bengals on that Saturday game. And, you know, I think Nick Mullins is a, a good backup quarterback. Um, but uh, obviously the mistakes, uh, you know, are something that uh, opponents can seize on.
2: You better, you better hear a Nick and Ken on a Wednesday, talking Week 16 in the NFL with our friend Eric Eager from Sumer Sports. Eric on Twitter, at Eric Eager underscore. Uh, Eric, the Buffalo Bills, obviously on a roll right now, beat the Chiefs coming off their bye, and then slammed the Cowboys uh, this past Sunday. And the LA Chargers <laughs> just fired everyone after getting annihilated and embarrassed on national television by the Las Vegas Raiders. Setting up what, maybe what is right now, not the most interesting betting market. Maybe you have a strong take on it. I mean, Buffalo opened 14 Now we're sitting 12, right? So the Bills 12-point road favorites on Saturday night at the Chargers with Giff Smith as the the interim head coach. Total is 44. Eric, anything to do right now with the Bills and the Chargers? Feels like Bills trending way up, Chargers trending way down.
0: Yeah, I mean, are we sure it's not like Jiff, like it's pronounced Jiff? I I mean, we probably have to wait until game time to know that. Um, You know, I think that, this has been an interesting market, to your point. Like, it was 14 at times. It got down to 11, 10 and a half, and now it's been back up. Like, I think you're going to see this yo-yo a little bit as, you know, the, the fact is, is like, you know, NFL teams are never as good or as bad as it seems as we saw with the Raiders. They go from scoring zero points one week to 63. The next, I think, I think some people are going to look at, you know, the Chargers and say, like, this is a perfect, you know, buy low spot. Be that as it may, like, I think that Staley got fired in a, in a lot of reasons because this roster isn't very good. And, and you know, the the fact is is it's still not going to be very good. So with all the motivation in the world, I don't know if it necessarily matches up against Buffalo, especially now that Buffalo is starting to find a, a little bit of magic on the defensive side of the ball, which has been their biggest issue since the injuries to Milano and, and uh, you know, and, and Tradavius White and everything. Like, Rasul Douglas has played terrific football. I think the linebacking core – has, has you know done a decent job. Brentford's injured, uh, which which is a little bit troubling for them as well. Um, but yeah, I think you know I, I do think Buffalo has the goods here to really blow out the, the Chargers. And you know we don't get to see Josh Allen in warm weather games all that much, uh, and, and we're going to get that this week uh, in indoors in that kind of like weird you know situation they have in LA. So I'm I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to see seeing what Josh Allen has there.
1: So Eric, that's one of the three games this week that have like a a really big point spread, like a double digit point spread. Sounds like, like maybe the chargers provide some resistance. You think a really likely Buffalo win, obviously so does the market. The other two games that fit that description are the two other Christmas games. So Chiefs 10 at home against the Raiders, Eagles 12, excuse me, at home against the Giants. I've had a bunch of people send me, I think I I mentioned this briefly, like I want to tease Buffalo down or figure out ways to play them. People, a lot of people sent me like the three team 10 pointer. Right, which is it pays like minus one twenty at a bunch of places. It's basically like Bills basically to win, like one or two, Chiefs to win, Eagles basically to win. Like I the E V of that notwithstanding, like obviously it's like a negative like you, you probably should get more for your for your uh for your buck than uh than what you're gonna get for that bet. Like could you see either of those dogs winning the game if you had to pick a dog that's gonna wreck that kind of a bet, or at least keep the game close? Sounds like maybe not the Chargers. What about the two uh Christmas games?
0: Yeah, I think you know, the Chiefs you know, I think that the, the, the familiarity will help the Chiefs with the Raiders. Um, Aiden O'Connell and, and the Raiders got out to a 14 nothing lead the last time uh, before Kansas City kind of put the hurting on them. I think that that will serve as the motivation necessary for this team uh, in this spot, which has been, you know, I think a question mark for them uh, as far as, you know, week-to-week stuff like whether or not, you know, they get off to a hot start. They had a slow start against New England. They had a slow start against Green Bay, uh, you know, Philly and Buffalo um so i i think that they'll come out i don't see that one being an upset possibility i do think though that the the eagles like until they can find out you know what's fundamentally wrong with their defense and fix it they're they're always going to be susceptible now tommy devito is not necessarily a great quarterback um but he can you know we saw against green bay and we've seen against other teams he can he can scare the, the opposed opponent a little bit so while i don't think that that parlay is a particularly bad one or that teaser is a particularly bad one like i think uh, you know, the Giants uh, against Philly is the one leak. And, and I think a lot of people are going to say, well, Philly's on a three-game losing streak. They have two games against the Giants coming up uh, in the last two weeks. Like, they'll get it right here. I don't necessarily know if that's an assumption that we can make uh, with all that much confidence.
2: Eric, lightning round to close here. So give us like 30 seconds for the answers. Uh, who wins on Sunday and why? The Cowboys or the Dolphins?
0: I make Dallas just a very slight favor now. I know that that's against the market a little bit. Um, I think Dallas, Dallas bounces back. Um, you know, you look at the, the injury report, the, they have a lot of flu in Philly, a lot of flu in Dallas, now flu in Buffalo with James Cook. I think that the Cowboys were not necessarily all that healthy against the Bills. I think they get healthy here, and I think they win.
2: Eric, you are you live in Atlanta, right? And like you do, obviously the show with former Falcons GM Thomas Dimitrov. I think you more than most will have a pretty good take on what whatever the hell Arthur Smith is doing right now in Atlanta. Taylor Heineke, the new starting quarterback, the former starting quarterback as well, as they host Indianapolis. Atlanta now about a one-point home favorite. He's been bet up a little bit to forty-four and a half. Any bets, Falcons and Colts?
0: Um, yeah. I, I mean, I like the Colts. I mean, you watch. I was so. You know, the football guy in me was so happy to see a team, you know, no starting quarterback, no starting running back, no starting wide receiver run the ball down a team like Pittsburgh's throats uh, to sort of win that football game. And I think that they were very impressive. And I think uh, there's not a lot of riffraff in in Indianapolis, and I think that there's too much in Atlanta. So uh, from a football standpoint, I think, uh, you know, I like like the Colts in this one on the road.
2: If you had to set a betting market – Will Arthur Smith return as Falcons head coach next year? Yes, no. What would the market be in like 10 to 15 seconds?
0: I think no is minus 200 for me.
2: I'd like to add like another couple zeros, <laughs> just for my own well, like personal would like benefit. I, I would like, like that. <laughs> yes, that would like I, I would like that very much. Eric, we appreciate it, man. Eric on Twitter at Eric Eager, Eager underscore. Check out his work for Summers. Eric does a great like 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 Friday like uh like write up of what's happening in the NFL. The Sumer Sports Football Show with Thomas Dimitrov, my friend. Thanks so much for the insight. Uh, hope you and your family have a wonderful Christmas, a great holiday weekend. Enjoy the games, and we'll catch up with you next week. For week 17 in the NFL, time has truly flown.
0: Insane. You guys are the best. Take care.
2: Yes, we are. Also, like, time hasn't yeah. flown. It's, it's no. to quote, to, quote, to quote Madonna, to quote Madonna, yeah. time goes by so slowly. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. Coming up next, all the line movements for week 16 in the NFL, all the injury news. We'll get to all of it next to wrap up our number three.